Hi, hi. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Openly Eavesdropping, and I am Kate Page. I am coming to you from the end of the Thanksgiving weekend. How was your Thanksgiving? Mine was really great. You know how some years the food is just extra. The food is just so good. That was one of that was the year this year. Everybody just knocked it out of the park with the food. So congratulations to my family for that. I love Thanksgiving so much. It is definitely my favorite holiday. I realize that it has problematic beginnings and I understand all that and I believe all that. But I just love a holiday that is about a meal. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I don't have to worry about buying gifts. I don't have to worry about someone giving me a gift. I'm just awkward, like gift giving, gift getting, not my love language. And I sometimes get really weird about it. And I don't consider myself a thoughtful gift giver. I guess if I like run into something and it reminds me of somebody and I like, those are the times when I think I can be really thoughtful. But when it's based around a holiday, I'm looking at you Christmas where we just have to think about gifts for people. Oh, I don't like it. Not my favorite. So give me Thanksgiving anytime. I love making a turkey. I love all of the food. A couple of years ago, in the middle of, in the height of the pandemic, people were like, I've never made a turkey before. And I had this conversation with a bunch of my clients and I make a turkey. I've been making the turkey, um, I don't know, for a handful of years. So I feel pretty, pretty confident. I have a good recipe I follow. I have a method. I have a whole thing. So a couple of years ago, I went on Facebook and I went live. And I prepared my turkey and I put it in the oven. And then I came back again live when I was taking it out to show like what I do next. And I felt like such a dork, but also um, I would watch any of my friends do anything. And so I did it. It was embarrassing, but also it was kind of cool. I mean, it just, who cares? You know what I mean? I'm getting older all the time. That was maybe my coolest moment and it's just downhill from there. So I'm going with it. All right, listen up. Here's the plan for today. Today, you're going to get a little bit of a book review from me. So I have been reading like an absolute maniac this year. I just finished, well, a maniac for me. I mean, some people read more than me. Now I'm feeling (laughs) self-conscious. I've read a lot of books this year. I set a goal for 40 and I just finished my 55th book today. So I read a book called The House We Grew Up In by Lisa Jewell. Oh, this book was so good. I'm going to be thinking about it for days That's when you know you've got a good book, when you just have to mull it over for days and days. I love a book about a very realistic family, and the family in this book is messy, like super messy, and each character is just written so well, and each character just really came alive for me, and I love the relationships. I love a book about sibling relationships, too, and also this book has a character who is a hoarder. And I hope that's not too much of a spoiler. And if you know a hoarder in your life, I think they did a really good job of describing the situation and they did a good job kind of with the psychology of that. So that part of it was really great. The House We Grew Up In, Lisa Jewell. Please read it. It was so good. Another notable book from this year, They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. Okay, I thought this book had a really cool premise. This book is about... Two teenage boys, Mateo and Rufus, and they discover that they only have one day left to live. So basically, the concept is that in this world, you there's like a service that calls you and says, hey, 
your this is your last day. And so then you know that you're going to die. And there are all of these apps and services available for people who are in this situation. And they call them deckers. A decker is somebody with only 24 hours or less to live. People who are in this situation, they can make choices about how they want to spend their last day. Maybe they want to meet a new friend. Maybe they want to have like a crazy adventure. So Rufus and Mateo meet on an app made for Deckers, and they decide that they're going to spend their final day together. And then they both die at the end. And you know what? I loved knowing that from the get-go because then you just know it and you don't have to be nervous about it. I mean, you're still nervous because you don't know how and you don't know, are they going to die at the same time? Is one going to die first? Um, But it's just, I thought it was just a really interesting and brilliant concept. And I really enjoyed the journey. This book is written probably for kind of early teenager age, I would say. My kids had both heard of it and they were both totally impressed that I read it. So if you're looking for some street cred with some teenagers in your life, this is the book. Okay, another great book from this year. Um, I am loving the author Taylor Jenkins Reid and I have read a bunch of her books this year. Um, probably my favorite one, uh, I don't know. They A lot of them have been really good, but I loved Maybe in Another Life. And it's kind of like that movie sliding doors that had Gwyneth Paltrow in it, where if the character, you know, makes one decision and goes this way, then life follows this path. And then if it goes the other way, then life follows this other path. And so it's like a dual story of the two different ways that her life could have gone. And I just thought that the level of detail was brilliant. And the way that characters were involved in both sides, it was just very, very well done, very smart. I kept just admiring the author the whole time. Like, how did her brain even make this work? It's so complex and so good. And both paths, like, I don't even know if you could decide which way you wanted her life to go. Anyway, great book, Maybe in Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Okay, one of my favorite, 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 favorite books, The Gunkle. This is by Stephen Rowley. Um, I read it early this year. I read it on a long drive with my kids. And I was like, sorry, guys, I'm going in. I'm putting in the earbuds. Like, don't talk to me. I'm reading this book. And I could not put it down. All right, little tiny synopsis. It is about um, a former sitcom star. There's a family tragedy. And he basically ends up with his niece and nephew living at his house. So he's suddenly in charge of these kids and he's just like the least likely person to take care of children in his like fancy Palm Springs home. Um, It doesn't fit his lifestyle. I thought it was going to be just kind of fluffy and fun. The gunkle means gay uncle. And what it really ended up being about was like grief. And I have suffered a lot of grief in the recent years of my life. And this book was so touching and fun, but mostly touching. And I just loved all of the messages and the way that it dealt with grief. Like, this book is so good. Five out of five. Please read The Gunkle by Stephen Rowley. Okay, what else did I read this year? I This, this is the year I discovered Samantha Irby. And she has, uh, I think she has a few books, but I read Wow, No Thank You. And I read We Are Never Meeting in Real Life. These books sort of felt like they came out of my own brain. Okay, not really. Like, she's pretty different from me. But also, she is, I think, me. She talks a lot about reading Sassy Magazine, which I was obsessed with Sassy Magazine. 
why am I doing this? Okay, anyway, I loved Sassy Magazine. It was on like matte paper. It wasn't the same dimensions as other magazines at the time. And yeah, I always read Seventeen too, but like Sassy was just edgy and I loved it. So Samantha Irby in her books talks a lot about being a teenager, reading Sassy Magazine. She references all the things I love, all the like great female singers of the 90s. There's a line about Tori Amos that just like sent me. I was like in love with Samantha Irby when she said this one thing about Tori Amos. There's this whole chapter that's like, sure, sex is great, but have you ever dot, dot, dot. And they're just like the funniest lines, but I'm one of them and I'm, I'm possibly messing this up, but sure, sex is great, but have you ever wept openly to Tori Amos? <laughs> and I was like, did I write this book? I loved it so much. Oh, wow. Um, just 100% relatable. In fact, I remember like pausing everything to look up to see, are we literally the exact same age? And turns out she's just a couple years younger than me, but wow, just hits the nail on the head for a girl who grew up in the 90s. She talks a lot about like her um, body stuff, you know, like she has, I don't know, IBS or something like that and has all these experiences where this, it really betrays her. And she doesn't say like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gross. I'm sorry that that." she's just like, yeah, it freaking sucks to have like a body that does this stuff. What are you going to do? I love the way that she talks about that without the shame of it and with just the like matter of fact, like, yeah, this is a fact of my life. I have these problems. Anyway, she is so, so funny. Um, Please read her books. That was one of the best things I discovered this year. Gosh, I read so many. I'm I'm scrolling through my Goodreads right now, and I read so many books that I like really enjoyed. Kristen Hanna read a couple of her books. The Four Winds, by far my favorite. No, oh, I don't know. The Four Winds and The Great Alone. The Great Alone is in takes place in Alaska, and I loved that one. Just like an epic story. And The Four Winds is about the Dust Bowl. And I went into this book knowing like nothing about the Dust Bowl, really. And I learned a lot. I loved the characters, another epic story. Kristen Hanna is good at those epic stories. Next up, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone by Lori Gottlieb. This is a book written by a therapist about going to therapy and then also about some of her own patients. I loved this book. And maybe I love this book because I am a person who just recently started like some pretty intensive therapy. I've been going for maybe like a year and a half. Thank you very much. And so I'm just very much in this zone. But I also kind of loved it reading it as like a hairstylist because (laughs) like a hairstylist is probably the worst client that another hairstylist could have. And that's sort of the concept of this book is like she goes to therapy and then she kind of doesn't have the awareness for a while that she's like the worst patient somebody could have. Anyway, great book. Okay, and finally, best book I read by far this year. And this one is a little bit out of left field. Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. This is like a science fiction book. And I I do not read these things, but I read it for book club. My friend Shay picked it. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be kind of weird. And I'll just get through it. It is by the same author who wrote The Martian. I never read The Martian. And I never saw the movie because I'm not really a movie kind of a girl. Um, But also Project Hail Mary is going to be made into a movie as well. I don't know if it already has. Maybe it has. Somebody let me know. 
It is set in the near future, and it's about a junior high school teacher who turns into an astronaut. Um, But he wakes up with amnesia, and then he has to kind of go in reverse and figure out why he is on this spacecraft. And basically, there is a substance that's growing on the sun that is dimming the dimming the sun and it's going to eventually kill the earth. And so all the countries get together and send their best and brightest up into space to figure out how to save the world. And this teacher wakes up and then he has to kind of figure out why he's there. And he goes through all of these scientific processes. I loved reading about that. Um, And just being able to see science in action. It kind of made me think if I was like a teenager reading this, that would have been really helpful for me to see a real-life application of the scientific process. Um, So that's kind of the nerdy thing about it. And then it just turns into this best buddy story that you've ever read in your whole life. Uh, I loved it so much. I kept pausing it at the end. And by the way, this is a book that really, really shines in the audio version. I have a friend, my other friend Mel was reading it for book club and she was just reading the actual physical book and she had such a hard time. And when she switched to audio, then she was immediately in love because it's such a good audio book. Please, please, please add it to your list. Okay, those are the books. The best books I read this year. Add these to your list. It's time to get caught up. I need you to read these books. I need you to read them. I need you to invite me out to coffee I need to have like a book club with you. Send me your notes, your thoughts, your feelings, and also tell me what you're reading because next year I'm going to try to read more than 55. No, no, I'm not. This year was bananas. I don't know if I can read 55 books every single year. This year was definitely a one-off. But in those 55 books that I read this year, some of them were not hits. Some of them were misses. Some of them were terrible. A lot of them were just really grossly overrated. And to talk about these disappointing, overrated books, I've got a guest, one of my favorite people. Yeah, is your mic on? Yes. Is this thing, put it by your face. No. (laughs) Hi, welcome, special guest. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um, should we come up with a code word, a code name for you, or do you want to be known? No, just don't refer to me. Oh, okay. But teenager guest, teenager reader, that's who you are. No, just don't refer to me. All right. Well, um, I am having you on this part of the, this segment of the podcast to talk about. This segment is like the whole episode or am I just going to be in part of it? You're just in part of it. Wow. (laughs) Rude. Yep. I'm rude. Yeah. Anyway, you're here to talk about your favorite thing, which is talking about things you hate. Books. <laughs> no, you just like talking about things you hate. That's not true. It is true. It's not. It's a little bit true. It's so anyway, um, I brought this teenager guest to talk about the disappointing, um, overrated books that we we both read some of these and then yeah. Okay, anyway, let's start. Let's start. Who's which book first? Do I go? Hit it. Can I pick one? Hit it. Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Mid. Hated it. It was boring. Um, it was cliche. It was cheesy. It made me uncomfortable. I it thought, made you uncomfortable? 
just like how cheesy it was. Oh. Yeah, it was really kind of unoriginal. I thought all of the characters were really uh, cartoonish and overdone. Yeah. You can't nod because a nod doesn't come across. Okay, well. Nod. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't like book lovers. And um, TikTok, book talk, they loved book lovers. And another one that they loved as well, Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I didn't even finish that one. I also didn't finish book lovers. I bought both of them. Yeah, with real money, with actual with money. real actual money. What a waste. What a waste. Maybe you can sell them. Used the books black, aren't really worth on the that black market. money. Anyway, um, I did not enjoy Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I thought it was a really, like, hyped up book. And Oh, did you finish the whole thing? Yeah. I don't really give up on a book. Like, um, hard, hardly ever. Yeah, try not to, but I genuinely couldn't sit through it. We were in the car ride, like... Six hour car ride, and mm-hmm. I had nothing else to do. So I was like, you know what? I'll read this new book that I just bought. Didn't like it. I couldn't, couldn't keep reading it. Boo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. I lost a lot of money. Now <laughs> how, you paid for much? it. Like 15. I paid for it? Yes. Oh, bummer. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Now it's your turn. Give me. To pick a book. Yeah. Overrated book. Me before you. What? What? Moy? Me before you. Yeah. By Jojo Moyes. Yeah. No. I meant it. That. No. That book is beloved. Yep, and it's not good either. So. No, <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I think yeah. I read it twice. I read it years ago, like probably when it came out, and I'm not sure when that was. It's just boring. Uh, Anticlimactic. No, it yep. is. Uh, it is the opposite. No. Oh, boring and, and anticlimactic. No. It is, that was one of the books that I refused to give up on, but I like could barely get myself to finish it. It is gut-wrenching. Not really. I didn't feel anything. Oh, my. You're dead inside. I just felt bored. You're absolutely dead inside. No, I'm not. I don't know anyone that dislikes that book. Well, except for you. You know me. Yeah. Okay. This next book that you're going to mention is so hyped. People are just absolutely bananas for this book. Oh, Colleen Hoover? Yeah. It ends with us. It ends with us. Also, Ugly Love. And Ugly Love. Both of them. And Verity. You know, like all of her books. Literally all of them. Just overhyped. Everyone said Verity was so good. They were like, oh, this book is so good. Like, so many twists. Like, I could barely stop reading it. Couldn't put it down. But like, no. That's... mm -mm. It was just weird. Do you think I should try? Should I read any of those? Do you want to? I don't know. Maybe if I get real bored. I mean, I have a copy of Verity. Sometimes you want to read these books just to like fit in with, you know, society. Not worth it. <laughs> Waste of money. Again. Waste of time. Maybe you should stop buying books. The library. Buying books is so much better. Why? It's like a whole separate hobby. <laughs> like going to the bookstore and buying a ton of books and then like reading them. They're two separate things. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah you get, get it? it? Also, then I can, like, annotate them, you know? You know, I've heard you say that, but I'm not sure you've done that. I haven't annotated any books. <laughs> because I keep starting them, and then I forget to annotate them. And then I don't want to, like, just have half of it be annotated, but I also don't want to, like, start over and go. So when you annotate it. a book, can you walk us through that process? I don't know. It kind of depends on the book. 
Like you make notes, you draw diagrams, and then you give it to your friends, or like who no, benefits? Really draw diagrams. Who sometimes from... I write like notes in the margins, or like maybe if something is like, whoa, then I'll highlight it, you know. <laughs> and then I have little colorful tabs. Okay. And you, I stick a little tab on. So people do wherever. this with their scriptures, and you're, you okay, do it well, with Okay, well, I like don't read scriptures, Colleen so I do Hoover. it with. I don't do it with Colleen Hoover. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, have you, there's not really much to annotate. Have you like, annotated oh, a book? This is so romantic. Uh, I haven't annotated any of the books that I own. Okay. I have annotated several books, though, because I go to school. So. Okay, got it. I'm not allowed to write in those ones, though. I okay, I have a book that I don't believe that you have read, but I just have to mention it because somebody told me to read this, and when I find out who that person is, I'm going to clobber them in the brain. A Court of Thorns and Roses. Have you heard of it? Yes. Okay, it's a series, and then the next one's called, like, a something of something and something. Like a Court of Mist and Fury or something. Yeah, something Is like that. that. These books are 100% ridiculous. I can't do it. It's like romancy fantasy. It is a Court of Mist and Fury. I was right. Well, good job. Thank you. You get a cookie. Um, okay, please don't ever read these books. They're so freaking weird. I won't. I don't like fantasy. But you know what? Like, so many people love these books. I just, I don't get it. It's lost on me. I'm so sorry. I have a hard time with fantasy. I have a hard time buying in. And then I seem to, like, really lose my, lose steam with it easily. And then if you add, like, really cheesy romance to it, oh, I can't do it. So... In conclusion, these are the books that we did not enjoy. No, hold on. I feel like I had more. Oh. Oh, wow. I've got a lot of books. I waste a lot of my time reading books that I don't like. Well, hit us. I don't remember what I already said. I don't remember (laughs) what other books. Oh, you know what I did read was, oh, what's it called? By Sarah Hogle. You Deserve Each Other. That one. Oh, I don't know that one. Um, I saw it everywhere. And I needed a book to read. And I was like, oh, it'll be cute. It's just like a cute little romance novel. And it was bad. It was boring. And I didn't like it. I just feel like you think everything is boring. That's okay, your description well, for everything. if you want to go over books that I like, okay. I've got plenty of those okay, as well. Okay, I feel like let's end on a positive note. And let's hear the best book that you have read this year. The best one? Mm-hmm. But I've read so many good ones. Okay. Are you just trying to get more airtime? What's happening here? No. <laughs> what if I list three good books I've read? Okay. So tell us. Three? Sure. Great. Number one, The Push. Oh. By uh, Ashley. It's like Audrain, I think. Audrain. I have had that on my list for a long time. And the library hasn't had it, which is why I haven't read it. But now you have purchased it. And now I can read it. I've had it for like... Or someone gave it to you. I meant an unnamed person's mother gave it to me. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It's really good. What? I don't was, know what else to say. Give it a compliment. What was good about it? Um, I don't know. It was just good. I, like, didn't get into it very fast. Like, I started reading it really slowly. I just threw it in my backpack and read it when I had free time. But as soon as I, like, started reading it, I literally couldn't put it down. Like, I finished it in less than two days it was so good okay excellent push by ashley something um 
Number two. Number two. I'm glad my mom died. Oh, I can't wait to read that. It was so good. I love Jeanette McCurdy. <laughs> I mean, great title. It hurts your feelings a little bit if you're a mom. Well, I'm not. So I thought oh. it was just fine. <laughs> um, it was so good. Um. Okay. So are you glad her mom died? Yes. <laughs> she wrote the book. <laughs> it brought you. It brought and a it book. is a really good book. It brought a book into your life. Loved it. Okay, and then number three. Number three? Hold on. I said I wanted three, but now I don't know if I have, like, another book to talk about. Okay, hold on. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> what other books have I read? I don't know. You know what book was actually really interesting, though? What? Was I'm Thinking of Ending Things. I don't... Did I read that? I don't remember who it's by. I don't know. They made it into a movie. Uh, I started the movie, and it was really bad. It was just all wrong. Like, I read the book first, and then I started to watch the movie, and the movie was just, like, the people didn't look right. It just didn't fit what was in your imagination? Nope. Um, and I didn't have, like, set images in my head, but it was just, like, incorrect. No, I didn't read that. Oh, it's a Netflix original movie. Nope, I oh, didn't. That's probably why it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Such a critic. I don't know. It was really good. I just thought the way that it was written was interesting. And like the fact that it was like so vague. Does that make sense? Mm. Like it didn't make a lot of sense reading it. Okay. It's like confusing and you have to figure it out. But as soon as you finish it, it's like, oh, you know? Okay. So I'm confused. Is that on your, you liked it or you didn't like it? I liked it. Okay. <laughs> I read that book in one day, like two hours. Do you own it and can I borrow it? I do not own it. Okay. Unfortunately. All right. Good to know. I wish I did. Well, right. maybe I don't. All right. Well, teenager, I appreciate your opinions. I'm glad you're a reader. Support I haven't wrote a book in like two Support months. your local library. Barnes and Noble. Support, no, support your lo Actually, a local bookstore. there's this really cute used bookstore that I get a lot of books from. Great. So. I like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, was this fun? Demolishing corporate America. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> there was, it was gonna like <laughs> demolishing corporate America. It wasn't demolishing. That wasn't the right word. That was With your tiny fist. <laughs> Stop. All right. Thank you for being on my podcast. Yeah. Anytime. Was it fun? Sure. Wow. <laughs> Rave review. Yeah. Typical. Thanks. I'll give it a five stars on Yelp. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>